Hello and welcome to November 2018 edition of Galloway's Eye, the monthly audio magazine of Galloway Society for the Blind, recorded at Harrick House, Pemberton, Preston. My name's Ellie, and coming up we have on track two, an update from our Preston area, Tax, track three, an update from Morecambe, track four, an update from Southport, track five, the Get Active update, track six, Talking Tech, track seven, The Bowler, track eight, Hate Crime, track nine, Interview with Jim about the Galloway's Gardens, track ten, Items of Interest, track eleven, Monthly Draw. Please remember, this is your magazine and comments and articles are always welcome. You're listening to Galloway's Eye. So, let's start this month with some updates from your local area. Hi, this is Angie with the up-to-date information about what's going on in Preston this month and throughout December as well because I've booked a few things and I just want to tell you all about it. We still have a few places left on our trip to the Lowry on Saturday the 15th of December. We're going to watch Doctor Doolittle with a free touch tour. This show is audio described and I really can't wait to see it. We may be able to pick up locally. If you would like to join us for a Christmas meal at the Plower Teves on the 11th of December, just get in touch with me for more details and I'll give you my contact details at the end of this. We have arranged for a Christmas workshop on Thursday the 13th of December. We're going to make things such as our own pot potpourri with sauce things with acorns in and cinnamon and all sorts of things like that. Um... We're going to have a cookery session to make mince pies, a gift wrapping demonstration, along with other Christmassy things. There will be a small charge for the whole of this day. Just give me a ring again and let me know if you'd like me to put your name down. The Blackpool Lights Fish and Chips Day and Evening is on Thursday the 25th of October. We've got two minibuses going. Um, so as soon as they're filled up, we'll have to, I'll have to stop advertising this. Again, I'll give you the number to get in contact with me at the end of this. We have a new activity plan at Galloway's, um, at Howick House. It's a bit more structured, so we know exactly what we're doing for, the, for three months at a time. So I'm just going to read through it. I'm going to start from Tuesday the 9th of October. In the morning, we've got a talk about Pendle Witches. Kevin and I are going to be doing this, so um, just prepare to be really entertained by Kevin with his jokes. And we're going to be doing spells and all sorts of things witchy because October's Halloween. In the afternoon, we've got armchair exercises, movements to music. There'll be a £2 charge for that. But I really need to know, if you don't usually come on a Tuesday, to let me know because we'll be serving lunch in between and I'll have to order the lunches. On Tuesday the 16th of October, we're doing Halloween crafts, cookery and IT. On Tuesday the 23rd of October, we've got an all-day trip to Nelson Market on the marketplace, this is where the witches were hung, apparently. 
We're going to go to the thatch and thistle for lunch. Now, it's hard to say that. Thatch and thistle for lunch. And we're going to go on a tour of Pendle Hill. Transport's £6. And there's no groups at Howick that day. Again, I need to know if you want to come along. And there'll be local pickups. On Tuesday, the 30th of October, we're having a, ha a Halloween and bonfire party at Howick House with quizzes and all sorts going on. Again, let me know if you want to come, only if you don't usually come on a Tuesday. In November, it's the Christmas build-up and the remembrance, of course. So, Tuesday, November the 6th, we're going to Lancaster Museum with a pub lunch. Transport again is £6. Again, let me know if you want to come. Tuesday the 13th of November, it's a Christmas flower day. We've got willow, willow weaving and wreath making and flower pot making and all sorts of Christmassy things. Tuesday, November the 20th, Christmas cookery, crafts and IT group. And again on November the 27th, it's Christmas cookery, crafts and IT group. On to December, the theme obviously is Christmas. Tuesday the 4th of December, we're having a Christmas party at Howick House. I've got a small choir coming, it's party games and celebrations. Tuesday the 11th of December, the Christmas meal at the Plower Teves. So if you want to attend any of those Tuesday meetings or trips, if you don't usually attend on Tuesday, just let me know please so I can make the arrangements. So call me on 01772 744 148. Please take time to listen to my interview with Jim Towersey. Jim's in charge of our award-winning gardens um, and it's a really quite a funny interview. So please take time to listen to that. That would be great. I'm looking at booking two more holidays soon for next year. If anyone has any ideas on where would be suitable or have visited a good hotel recently which is accessible to blind and visually impaired people, then please let me know. The socialised group continued to meet on the first Wednesday of each month here at Howick House from 11am to 1pm. Come along and make new friends or just catch up with old friends with a brew, biscuit and sometimes Laurel's lovely homemade cakes. We meet on the last Wednesday of the month at the 12 Tallis pub in Church Street in Preston for a pub meal, a drink and a good old catch-up. We meet from five o'clock. Call me if you would like to join us and I will look out for you. If anyone would like to contact me regarding booking of trips, activities, then call me on 01772 744148. Thank you. Hi everyone, it's Nia here from the Morecambe Hub um, and here are some dates for your diary for the month of October to November. So... Our regular events taking place at the Hub, there's Social Ease, which is every Tuesday, 10 till 1 at Broomy Sunshine. This is for anyone who is feeling lonely or isolated or has anxiety that would just like to come to a safe place where you can meet others, have a brew and have a chat. There's also our every Friday we have our Galloway Social Club, which takes place uh, in the Morecambe Hub and that's for anyone who live, who's living with sight loss and you can attend between 12 and 2, you bring a pet lunch, there's bingo, a raffle and it's just a really good group, a good laugh and it's run by our fantastic volunteers. There's the monthly dementia peer support group which 
takes place every first Thursday between 1.30 and 3 at the Galloway's Hub and the next date is the 4th of October. The Macula Support Group is also meeting again here at Broomy Sunshine and that is on the 9th of October. So that's Tuesday the 9th of October at 3pm at Broomy Sunshine and this is for anyone living with macular degeneration um, at any stage and it's just meeting others and having a brew and a chat. As always, every Tuesday there's the chair-based exercise which is run by the Active Lifestyles um, which is the Lancaster City Council Active Programme and that takes place every Tuesday at 12 o'clock at the Galloway's Hub in one of the back rooms there. Andrew, as always, has lots going on regarding the technology side of things. At Morecambe, if you'd like to pick his brains about anything technology and assistive technology, then he's here on Monday the 8th of October, 10.30 till 2.30. Um, it's just a drop-in. It's the Talking Tech drop-in session. Listen to Andrew's section at the Galloway's Eye and he can tell you more about what's going on at each centre. The walking group will once again be meeting this month. So the next one is on the 11th of October. The walking group meets every second Thursday. Any questions you can always ask James and listen out for James's section on the Galloway's Eye where he can tell you all about the Get Active programme and the events and activities that you can access in your area. The Broomy Sunshine Book Club will be meeting on this every second Monday of the month and um, this has continued to go from strength to strength and there's always new books and I'm always really intrigued each month when they tell me which book they'll be reading if you'd like to find out which book it is that they're currently reading you can give me a call at the office um, and we can tell you which book you can get your teeth into so as I said the Broomy Sunshine Book Club takes place every second Monday 11am till 2pm at the Galloway's Hub. So the next one is the 8th of October. The working age group uh, meetup will be taking place on Saturday the 13th of October at 1.30, meeting at Broomy Sunshine. So this is for anyone living with sight loss of working age and it's just a get together and a chat and sometimes the group do go over to the Weatherspoons for um, some food or a drink. So it's really informal. So it's anyone of working age just to meet others um I really like it because you learn other things that you might not have learned about. So um, I learned a lot about audio description last time um, and all the different services available uh, through technology. So I found it really informative just talking to other people. So, uh, yeah, definitely do come along. There's no need to book. Um, but if you'd like further information, just give me a call. We'll be running our last Living With Sight Loss course of the year. I can't believe how fast the time has gone because I remember booking in these courses for 2018 but we will again be booking in the courses for 2019 so don't worry if you can't make this date um, just let me know and I can let you know when the next one is for 2019 can't believe I'm saying that so the Living With Sight Loss course is for anyone who might be new to sight loss or if you've been visually impaired for a long time and you just want to know what's out there in terms of services, in terms of what you're eligible for, um, and also just things you can do to make the most out of your vision. It's also 
a really good way of meeting other couples or other people that are living with sight loss. So please do come. Um, it's essential to book onto this course as we deliver it in partnership with the RNIB, the lovely Paul. Um, so the next one taking place in October, it takes place on Monday the 15th till Tuesday the 16th of October and it is a two-day course so you'll need to commit to two days where possible and they're full days so they're around about 10.30 till 3.30 and they're always a great success and really positive stories and outcomes come from each course so if you'd like to know more just give us a call at the hub and we'll be able to tell you all about it. Finally we have our winter mobility tips with the local Rovi who you may know of and it's Francis Tordoff. So that is taking place on Wednesday the 7th of November at 2pm at the Galloway's Hub. So getting out and about with living with sight loss can be problematic in the pest of times but uh, for example, if it's too sunny, it can be really difficult but one of the main problems is winter time. It's a lot more problematic to get out and about because there are dull days and it gets dark a lot sooner that can cause a lot of anxiety and you can doubt yourself whether you know it's safe so Francis is going to be delivering this winter mobility tips session just to go through some simple things you can do to make you feel a bit more confident and to know that you're being as safe as you can be. Um, you can bring a supporter along. It would be really great um, to see as many of you there because Frances has kindly given up her time and it will be really useful. So if you've been living with sight loss for a long time or you're new to sight loss. So if you'd like to come to this session, please do um, call to book or email to book and we can certainly get your name down for that. Finally, I've just got a, a couple of notices. Um, firstly, I'd like to thank everyone who helped us in the uh, running of National Eye Health Week. It was a really successful week. Our fantastic team of Idea Store volunteers at Morecambe um, were showcasing all the fantastic materials that National Eye Health Week uh, provided, really encouraging people to get their eyes tested. 50% of sight loss is preventable for having an eye test every two years. So um, we're really getting the message out there. This was helped by the great promotional offer that Broomy Sunshine had. Everyone who had an eye test, um, if they bought the prescription in during the week of National... Uh, so if they had their eyes tested during the week of National Eye Health Week, they could bring that to Broomy Sunshine and they would get a free brew. So that's always good. And it really helps to encourage people to get their eyes tested. Galloway's also had a bit of a higher profile this year as Rachel Riley, who you may have known from Countdown, she had her eyes tested for Galloway's um, in the spirit of National Eye Health Week as she admitted that she hadn't had her eyes tested for 10 years. So we got some great stories coming out of Twitter from Rachel going to get her eyes tested for us in London. So they were really good, positive outcomes and we really helped to get the message there. So thank you to everyone who did get involved in National Eye Health Week and helping us to spread the message to get your eyes tested. Um, I'd also like to welcome back to Amanda. So you may have remember Man Amanda from a couple of years ago. She worked for Galloway's for about 18 months previously um, as we were moving into the hub, so around about 2016. If you remember Amanda and you want to give her a call or you'd like to speak to Amanda, um, 
she works Tuesday and Wednesday each week. So welcome back, Amanda, and we're really glad to have her back. Finally, as the winter months are drawing in, I wanted to remind you about the Northwest Electricity Priority Services Register. So many of you may remember the floods um, we experienced in around in Lancashire in the previous years and the problems that caused, such as no electric. Uh, as one of them. So there is a priority register that Northwest Electricity hold. Um, you can sign up online. So register in, so when you register in the event of a power outage, they would provide hot foods and drinks because I don't know if you remember with the floods, there'd be various stands out and about. But if you can't get there, you don't know where it is. Um, this is really good. They'll bring it to you. Blankets, small generators, glow-in-the-dark torches um, and also you'd be prioritised for a member of staff to contact you and provide updates whether that's them visiting you during the time of the power outage so I'd really recommend it um, the registration is online but you can call the Northwest Electricity I'm sure and they'll be able to do that with you over the phone so if you do have any queries about any of the events I've spoken about or the additional information, uh, just give us a call at the Morecambe Hub. So the telephone number is 01524 414 846 or you can email me on nia.greer at Thank you. Welcome to this month's recording of Galloway's Eye for Sefton and West Lancashire. All are welcome to just pop in for free advice and support or come and join us in one of our many groups or courses that we run. We offer a number of different groups and courses throughout the month bringing people together in an atmosphere that never fails to inspire. All our activities are designed especially for people with a visual impairment. You can get creative with us on a Monday morning at our art and craft group, come and meet other art makers and be excited by their beautiful crafted pieces of art. We meet at 10am until noon. To find out more about this group or any other activity, please contact Carl or Leslie on 01704 534 555. Why not then stay on and join us for lunch, which alternates weekly, either fish and chips from the Swan or freshly made sandwiches from Spoilt by Choice. In the afternoon, join us for a quiz, one week and alternating with the speaker the next. Wednesday's activities start in the morning with a knit and natter group that enables people to meet and befriend others while knitting and having a chat. On Wednesday afternoon we have our unforgettable bingo experience, so come and join us for fun and games. On Fridays we have various monthly groups such as woodworking. You don't have to be a carpenter to join in our woodworking group, just someone who enjoys the art and craft of woodworking and having a chat with other like-minded people. So please ring Carl for further details. Our monthly book club welcomes you to join them. We listen to audio books. Our monthly book club is a place to share your thoughts with other book lovers on a specially chosen book of the month. The next meeting of the Southport Visually Impaired Group is on 9th of October, which will be a coffee morning and will be at Galloway's at 22 Wright Street. Our Ormskirk group continues to meet on Thursdays at the parish church in Ormskirk from 12 o'clock till 2pm for a light lunch 
and a quiz or a speaker and once again all are welcome. We are currently taking names for anyone interested in attending our next Living with Sight Loss course which will be on November the 6th and 7th. This will be a two-day course covering topics such as benefits, aids and equipment, mobility issues and many more useful pieces of information and tips of how to cope with sight loss. So please contact the centre if you are interested. We have once again booked our Christmas lunch at the Prince of Wales in Southport. This is on Wednesday the 12th of December. This is a popular event so early booking is advised as places tend to be filled very quickly. We have a new group starting in October, a Charles Bonnet group. This is for people who have visual hallucinations. You will be able to share your experiences of visual hallucinations over a cup of tea. So if you are interested in attending this group, please contact either Carl or Leslie. The group will be on the 10th of October, starting from 2.30pm to 3.30pm. If you are interested in any of the talking tech or get active activities, times and dates, please listen to Andrew and James's sections on this CD or contact us for further details. As ever, thank you for listening and if you require any more information, please call Carl or Leslie on 01704 Hello, this is James and welcome to the Get Active Update. We held our very popular driving day on the 17th of September with one of our biggest attendances for many years. The weather was kind to us again and we would like to say a big thank you to three sisters, all the driving instructors, the sports and classic car owners and Typec for the Porsches that were in attendance. I'd also like to say a big thank you to Wigan Honda for the use of a Honda Civic Type R for the day and also to Iceland and XPO Logistics for providing a lorry and drivers for the day. Everyone had a fantastic day with some, uh, some of the drivers getting the chance to drive for the first time. If you would like to attend one of our driving days please keep checking for further details um, we usually have two two of the events every every year. Um, the next event will be looking possibly around about May next year. We are now in autumn and the weather is starting to be getting a little bit wetter, but it is still unable to dampen our spirits for the get active events. So on October the first, we had a walk around uh, in Southport area where we walked along the the beach and the sand dunes and forest around Formby. Uh, it was a great walk. The weather was was pretty nice, uh, sunshine most of the time, and everybody had a great time on that one. The next walk will be October the eleventh, and this will be a walk in the the North Lancashire area, and we're going to be looking at doing the Tolkien Trail, which starts and finishes at Hurst Green in the Ribble Valley. It's round about five and a half miles and it incorporates fields, woodlands uh, and river, excuse me, and riverside walking. Um, Pickups are available from Lancaster and Preston for that walk. October the 18th we'll be walking in the central Lancashire area. Uh, Location is yet to be confirmed but it will be round about five miles in length uh, and transport will be available for 
transport would be available from Preston and Lancaster. Then on October the 26th, we'll have an indoor climbing session. So if you fancy having a go at climbing, um, come along and give it a go. There's something for everybody. Uh, it's in the comfort of the indoor, so you don't have to worry about it being cold, wet, windy or anything like that. Um, like I say, there's, there's, there's walls that are suitable for all abilities. So if you fancy having a go at that, just, just give us a call on that one. And then on November the 5th, we're back in the West Lancashire area for another walk. Um, location to be confirmed on that one. Um, but we will be having uh, pickups from Preston and Southport on that walk. We're currently looking into the possibility of offering some sessions in curling on the new ice rink at uh, the Flower Bowl at Barton Grange. Uh, at this stage we're just looking for, for numbers of people who may be interested and then once I've got a, a decent sized group in, involved in that wanting to have a go uh, we can make contact with the, the flower bowl and make a visit and, and see what we can do on that one. Uh, it seems with that that there's only one um, curling visually impaired curling group in the country and that's up in, in Scotland so if we can get something going on that that would be, be quite interesting. As ever, if there's any suggestions on anything that, you, that you've either listened to, um, you fancy trying, or something that you want to have a go at in the future, just give me a call. And for more information on any of the Get Active events, give me a call on 01772 148. Thank you. If you want any further information or to book your place on any of the events mentioned, please contact us. Our numbers are Penwitham... 01772 744148 Chorley 0127 now, on Galloway's Eye, we have this month's Talking Tech. Hey, it's Andrew here with your latest edition of Talking Tech for November 2018. Wow, it's been a really busy couple of months. As you all probably know, I've been on my holidays to Cyprus. They did let me go on holiday for a couple of weeks. I've come back with a really nice tan and I'm now ready to uh, rock and roll with all the latest tech news events and we've got a really exciting new opportunity around a Galloway's Alexa enabled skill and we need your help. More to follow with that but first returning at the end of October we have the Low Vision Roadshow. This is a great opportunity to come and try out some of the latest technology which is specifically designed for blind and partially sighted people. We have uh, some of our regular suppliers coming along on the day. We have Dolphin Computers who make um, two different types of software predominantly. Um, one which is called Supernova which uh, adapts a Windows PC um, for magnification and speech. And they also make another application called Dolphin Guide, um, which is more of a self-contained program to make uh, a computer much easier to use around a Windows environment. We also have Optelec Low Vision Aids, 
um, they will be coming along to display their wide range of uh, low vision aids from magnifiers to their electronic devices as well as we also have the enhanced vision uh, coming along who will also be demonstrating their CCTVs and high-tech low vision aids. We have the Macula Society who will be coming along to provide some guidance and advice um, around the eye condition macular degeneration as well as many other attendees. It's a great opportunity if you need some um, general advice and guidance from our Galloway's Sight Loss Advisors and I will also be on hand, Andrew Coleman, your IT coordinator, to give you any general advice about any of the technology on the day that you might be interested in or if you need some help with your, your iPad, or your smartphone, your tablet, your PC, um, feel free to come along on the day. Um, these are the dates. Um, it's free to come along, so hopefully we'll see you there. Um, the dates for the Autumn Roadshow are as follows. Tuesday, the 23rd of October, is at Galloway's Howick House. Uh, the phone number for that is 01772-744-148. On Wednesday, the Roadshow's at Galloway's Chorley, 1A Farrington Street, Chorley, uh, they can be reached on 01257275160. On the Thursday, the roadshow moves to Galloway's Morecambe. That's Thursday the 25th of October. And that's at Broomy Sunshine, Victoria Street, Morecambe. They can be reached on 01524414846. The final date in the roadshow is Friday the 26th of October, which is at Galloway's Southport. That's Wright Street in Southport, and they're on 01704-534-555. The event times for all the roadshows are 10am to 2.30pm. Galloway's operate a wide range of technology events specially catered for blind and partially sighted people. The best way of keeping up to date with everything that we do, including all our technology offerings, is to refer to your Watson Guide. What's the Watson Guide? The Watson Guide is a document in your preferred format, whether that be large print, audio or braille, that will give you information around our events and the dates of the events within the next six weeks. You'll receive this each month and it's free of charge. If you want to receive the What's On Guide, please give us a call on 01772 744 148. You can also visit our events calendar, What's On Guide, by visiting our website at www.galloways.org.uk. So, we have some very exciting news. We know that a big thing at the moment um, is the all the smart home technology um, devices like the Amazon Echo and the Google Home. And now Galloway's are going to have a resource for people who use the Amazon Echo Alexa enabled devices. Thanks to the incredible help and support from one of our supporters, which is the team at AO.com, 
AO.com is a, a an online um, superstore where you can buy everything from computers to white goods um, to memory cards. They're they're absolutely massive. Go and check them out. www.ao.com. And the team at AO.com um, have been helping Galloways. We will soon have our very own Alexa skill. So you'll be able to say Alexa. Open Galloways or Alexa, ask Galloways what's happening this week in Chorley. But with developing this skill, we need your help. So we need testers to perfect and give feedback around how the skill has been developed so far. It's nearly here. The Galloways Alexa enabled skill developed by AO.com is now in its testing mode. The skill allows users to listen to talking newspapers and even the Galloway's eye. Find up and coming events, learn about eye health and more. If you would like to test this skill, all you need is an Alexa enabled device, a smartphone or a tablet or an Amazon Echo and we'd be happy to have you on board. If you would like to be part of the testing, then please get in touch with myself, Andrew Coleman at Galloway's. You can call me on 01772 744 148. Or you can email talkingtech, that's T-A-L-K-I-N-G-T-E-C-H, at galloways.org.uk It's time for some tech news. Wow, where do I start? There's so much um, been going on in the world of technology in the last couple of months. So much to cover, um, but we will do that over the coming months on the Galloway's Eye, so I'll keep you all updated. Um, but uh, to start our, our technology news off, um, recently um, we, uh, Galloway's uh, and I, um, attended um, Site Village, um, which took place in Leeds, which was, uh, which was last week. Uh, just at the end of September and uh, if you've never been to Site Village before it's um, quite a large exhibition um, of um, different uh, technology suppliers and companies uh, demonstrating the latest technology on stream that's available to people with sight loss um, as well as lots of organisations like RNIB the Macula Society, uh, Blind Veterans UK, Calibre Audio Books, even um, British Wireless for the Blind. So there's lots of information available. We took a group of uh, uh, people down to the show, uh, and I went as well. I spent most of my time, uh, yeah, trying to do some bargaining and haggling with some of the suppliers to get. Um, you guys of uh, of Galloway some good deals, so hopefully we'll see some of that come to fruition. Um, but I did do some reviews and interviews um, with some of the uh, the standout technology that I saw on the day, and we're going to include this uh, technology reviews um, around uh, our our Galloway's eye. So uh, you'll be hearing these technology reviews from Site Village over the next couple of months. So, um, the first one that we're going to look at is a device which is still in development, 
and it was a, a very nice young gentleman um, who has developed um, a small uh, box um, with a camera which connects to the internet and you literally just put the camera down in front of an object or a letter or a document and it will actually read it back to you. Um, he's looking um, at a price of around £250 and is even looking um, to launch in a couple of months time. He's doing some testing so we're going to look at doing some testing at Galloway's um, the device is called the Owlet, which is um, O-W-L-E-T-T. -T. He'll explain a little bit more. Okay, so it's Andrew at Site Village, um, and I am with uh, Billy, um, who, um, what did you say, was a bit of an entrepreneur, aren't we, Billy? Uh, yes, yeah, I've been working on a device to help my mum, and yeah, I brought it here. Your mum? Oh, isn't that lovely? Lovely young boy helping yeah. his mum out. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, tell us the story about your mum then. Uh, so she is, um, over the last couple of years, her eyesight's been getting worse. She went from being partially sighted to being completely blind now. Uh, in between hobby coding projects, I asked her if there's anything I could do for help. And she asked for a small box that can describe anything placed in front of it. So after a couple of prototypes, um, trialling it with a couple of groups around London, I've put something together which I'm showing off here today. Just like that, can you make a box that describes something that's uh, in front of it. So it's like a, like a document, a letter, or uh, a can of soup? Anything. I've got um, cans and leaflets, so I've been testing it here with today, but it's been working really well. Just place anything in front of it, it'll tell you what it is, and read the text on it. Can you, can you show us? Can we, can we do a little demo? So what we've got, we've got a can of soup. So I've got a can of Scotch broth soup here. And we're going to put it down in front of a camera. Okay. I've got it. Let me describe it for you. Okay, and now in a couple of seconds, it'll tell you what it is. Thank you. The camera is looking at a Baxter Scotch broth can. That's it. That's fantastic, isn't it? So that's given us kind of a visual description, and then it can read like the back of the can and things like that. Exactly. Um, and, 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 and the technology behind it, how does, how does this work? Obviously, you've got a camera in, inside there. Um, but it's using some kind of clever uh, optical character recognition, is it? That's right. It's using uh, Google's optical character recognition uh, software as well as a cloud service um, provided by a company in California. Wow. So you got all the way to California and back. Exactly. In seconds. Yeah. Power <laughs> of the internet. <laughs> and, and, and with this being a fairly new product, uh, are you, you're looking to launch this in just the UK at the moment or are you, how, how are you moving forward with development? So I'm planning on uh, looking, for, looking to start a crowdfunding campaign in the near future, which will be UK and US. And um, more immediately, I'm looking for testers. So if any of your listeners are interested in testing it, I urge them to contact me. Okay, so um, and if people want to find out you know, more about the product, is there a website that they can go on or a number they can call to get more information? Uh, yep, they can go to theowlet.com. That's T-H-E-O-W-L-E-T-T.com. Uh, there'll be a mailing list there, there'll be a way to contact me directly, just let me know what you think. Fantastic, well we very much look forward to seeing, see, maybe seeing one of these devices at Galloway's and, and we'll be able to try it out. Yep. Thank you very much for your time. That's absolutely fine, thank you. Tune into Talking Tech on the Galloway's Eye next month where we'll have more reviews from Site Village. Galloway's offer one-to-one -one technology support catered and designed just for you. If you need help with your smartphone, your tablet, 
your laptop or maybe you'd like to set up an Amazon Echo or a Google Home then Galloway's can provide support just for you. If you would like a technology one-to-one -one session in one of our four sites then please give myself Andrew Coleman a call on 01772 so that's a wrap for this month remember this is your newsletter and if you've got any opinions or there's anything that you'd like us to feature on the newsletter maybe you'd like to tell us about a product or a piece of technology that you're passionate about maybe it's something that has helped you we'd love to hear from you and maybe feature you on the Galloway's Eye Remember to give us a call on our number, which is 01772 or you can email us at talkingtech@galloways.org.uk. Thanks again, guys. See you soon. Andrew Coleman, logging off. Thank you, Andrew. And still to come on Galloway's Eye, we have an interview on hate crime, Galloway's Garden interview, items of interest, the bowler and the monthly draw. And here is this month's blind bowling newsletter. The bowler. All the latest news and events from Preston and District Blind Bowling Club for Galloway's Eye. End of outdoor season. All members are reminded that we have now finished the outdoor bowling season, so there will be no more meetings at Moor Park until April. Recent events. Club competition. We have had five players taking part in this year's Jim Gaten's competition. Bob, last year's winner, Gary, Michael, Tony and Steve. Unfortunately, due to holidays and one wet Thursday afternoon, we have not been able to complete enough matches and so I've decided to abandon it for this year. With five players, there should have been ten matches with everyone having four to play with six matches played. The results stood as follows. Steve, six points with one game to play. Tony, two points with two games to play. Gary, two points with three games to play. Michael, two points with no games to play. And Bob, no points with two games to play. This meant that all had the outstanding matches been played, Steve, Tony or Gary could have won, so the fair result was to abandon it. Juniors. The junior meeting on the 22nd of September went ahead as planned and Amy and Ben joined us at the park. This was the last junior meeting for 2018. Our thanks go to all the parents who help us to put on these sessions which allow youngsters with sight loss to take part in a sporting activity in a safe and friendly setting. We plan to resume these sessions next year. Coming up, indoor bowling. The first of our indoor sessions at Newton Hall has been booked for Tuesday the 9th of October between 12 and 2. Please let Steve know if you will be there. Further meetings will be arranged as we go along, usually on alternate Tuesdays at 12 o'clock. Steve will let members know when the next one will be held or you can find out by calling him on 01772 731 576.
The cost varies depending on the number of players using the rink, but to make life easier, the committee have agreed that members will pay no more than £5 per session and the club will pay any balance. Open forum. The committee are concerned about the low numbers of members who have been coming to meetings at Moor Park recently. So, in an effort to see if we can improve things, all members are invited to an open forum to put forward questions and make suggestions about how we might, may get more people to come and bowl. This open forum will be held on Thursday the 15th of November at the Wellington Glover's Court in Preston. It will start at 1pm and will be very informal. And if you're feeling peckish, why not get there early and have a bite to eat first? Contact Steve if you need directions or would like assistance from Preston Bus or Railway Station. If you cannot come to the meeting but would like to put forward your views, please let him know either by phone or email and he will raise this for you at the meeting. Christmas meal. This year's Christmas get-together will be on Thursday the 13th of December at the Station Hotel on Butler Street in Preston. We suggest that people arrive around 12.30 and a three-course lunch is booked for one. The cost is £12 per person which can be paid on the day. Please only book if you know you'll be able to join us as the club will be paying a £5 deposit for each meal we order. Members will receive a copy of the menu with this newsletter. Please contact Irene and Tony Kimpton to book your choice of meal. You can do this either by sending an email to irenandtony at yahoo.co.uk or by calling them on 01524 69317. Please note that everyone is asked to make their own way to and from this event. There will be the usual raffle and donated prizes will be greatly appreciated. Club Diary. Dates for tournaments do not include travel. 9th of October, indoor bowling, Newton Hall, Staining, 12th till 2. 15th of November, open forum, the Wellington, Glover's Court, Preston, 1pm. 13th of December, Christmas meal, Station Hotel, Preston, 12.30pm for lunch at 1. 16th to 17th of February, 2019, Vibe National Indoor Pairs, Nottingham. 2nd to the 5th of May, 2019. Western VI Open Singles, Western Supermare. 16th to 21st of June 2019, Vibe National Outdoor Singles and Pairs, Western Supermare. For more information about the club, any of the above events, or to book your place, please contact Steve Jewett on 01772-731576. That's Steve Jewett on 01772-731576 or email Preston Blind Bowling Club at Outlook.com. Thank you, Ange. Next we have up an interview with Ashley for Lancashire Police regarding hate crime. Okay, with me today in the studio, I've got Ashley from Lancashire Police uh, and is here to tell us a little bit about um, hate crimes and how to report a hate crime. Morning, Ashley. Morning. Hi, James. So if you just want to introduce yourself, Ashley, and just tell everybody where you're from and, and what it is you do, and then we'll, we'll look at the, the different forms of hate crime yeah. and, and how we can, we can help. Good morning. Uh, I'm PC Ashley Gibson. Um, I'm currently based at Preston Police Station, uh, but I'm working on the uh, Community Cohesion Unit, which mainly deals with hate crime and diversity. Although I'm based at Preston, we do cover the whole of the South Division, which is what we 
call uh, classes Preston, South Ribble, Chorley and West Lancashire, so Skimmersdale and Ormskirk. Um, the Community Cohesion Unit, or CCU as we call it, is basically uh, about getting communities to work together. We want communities to get along, understand and respect uh, people's different cultures or beliefs uh, and it's about reducing tension levels within their communities. Um, within the team at Preston covering the South CCU uh, we also have a sergeant called Lana Palmer Davis and we have two police link workers Nagina Ali and Zahid Dudia. Now Nagina and Zahid both got various um, language uh, skills that they can bring to the team. They both speak numerous languages and they assist with a lot of the Asian community and we also deal with other issues such as honour-based violence, forced marriages and female genital mutilation. Okay, so there's quite a big scope mm. that you've got there. So um, what what would be classed as a hate crime? So we, as a police, we have hate crimes and hate incidents so i'll talk first about a hate incident so a hate incident refers to any non-crime incident which is perceived by the victim or any other person to be motivated by hostility or prejudice based on or the perception of a person's race religion sexual orientation disability or whether a person is or is perceived to be transgender an example of what a hate incident could be could be um, a group of youths on a street and they may uh, be playing knock or run or targeting uh, one address on that street and that address is someone who is disabled. Um, they're not targeting anyone else on the street. They're laughing, they're playing knock or run. They haven't committed a crime as such, but that person who lives at that address... Um, perceives that they're being targeted because they are disabled. Okay. Now, a hate crime is any criminal offence which is perceived by the victim or any other person to be motivated by hostility or prejudice based on exactly the same thing. So a person's race, religion, sexual orientation, disability or transgender status. So exactly the same incident as before. Kids are knocking on a door of a disabled person, knocking on a door, they're laughing, but then one of them decides to throw a stone through the window. That is then a hate crime because it's a criminal damage. That's a crim criminal offence. So that would be a, a, an example of a hate crime. Okay. 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 So why and how should we, re we report a, a hate crime? Uh the reason you should report hate crime is because we know from the statistics that it is massively under underreported. It's very vital that uh, people who commit hate crimes or hate incidents are challenged and we try and re-educate them um, to obviously prevent further hate crimes or incidents occurring in future. Our team does a lot of training and presentations about hate crime um, to lots of different organisations but mainly we target a lot of the younger generation so we do a lot of presentations to schools, colleges, Prince's Trust, police cadets um, and then it could be other other groups such as youth clubs, scouts, brownies, guides etc etc. Uh, we do have the message of hate doesn't belong here and we, we, we sort of um, 
we have badges that we we de- de- deliver out, which is a sign of a H and an eight. So H eight means hate, no hate, and with a, it's a red a red circle with a cross through. So hate doesn't belong here. Um, the ways people can report hate crime, if it's uh, a non-emergency, you can ring the police on one o one. If it's an emergency, so it's a crime happening at that time, and the uh, the offenders or suspects are on scene, it could be you know somebody's been assaulted and it's happening there and then. That that would be classed as emergency. That's obviously nine 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 for an emergency. You can also report hate crime online through Lancashire Police website, which is www.lancashire.police.uk. The other ways you can report it is via True Vision. Now, True Vision is independent to the police, but they have a website which takes reports of hate crime, and that is www.report-it-org.uk. And then there's also third-party reporting centres, which are... Places within the community where staff have been trained up by the police of how to take reports of hate crime and and how to deal with it. And some of the third-party reporting centres we have in Lancashire, especially for the South Division, which I cover, is Lancashire LGBT, um, Casa Romania, which is the Romanian club, the British Red Cross, Disability Equality North West, which is based on Church Street in Preston City Centre, U-Clan, Edge Hill University, Sahara, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, which is on Grimshaw Street in Preston, Sisters for Sisters and Community Gateway Association. So those are the different ways that you can report uh, hate crimes. You don't have to report to the police direct if you don't want to. You can go through one of them third-party centres or, as I said before, through the independent um, True Vision, which is done online. Okay. So what happens once somebody's reported a, a hate crime and the police have investigated, what happens to the, the, the people who were taking part in the crime? Yeah, we would take into account the the person's wishes. So if you've been the victim of that hate crime, we would speak to you and ask you what, you, what action you wanted to take. Um, obviously, we would also look at the... Uh, previous history of the suspect or offender you know if it's the first time they've done something we may look to re-educate them if they're a persistent offender then it's more likely we'll take a much sterner approach with them Um, but the the different options we have available would be would range from words of advice as I mentioned before we do a lot of education so it might be that we would um, do a presentation to them or, or, or into a school, for example, if it was school kids. We have police early action, which deal with um, people on the on the cusp of criminality. So rather than giving someone a criminal record, we may look to refer them to police early action so they can do some, in, some interventions and work with them to stop them getting criminal records. We have things called the police resolution, which basically means someone is... Uh, identified as a suspect for an offence, they are spoken to by the police, they have to admit the offence, and they are um, they are officially the offender for that offence on the police computer systems, but that's as far as it goes. It doesn't go any further to court, but it's a record on their system, so if it was to happen again, we would have 
have it on our system that they've already had a police resolution. There's other things such as restorative justice, which is when the victim and suspect get together in a room, normally with um, the police or somebody else independent, and the suspect would um, apologise and the victim would get the opportunity to let the suspect know how that offence made them feel. Um, so restorative justice can be very good, but obviously it depends on both parties being willing to participate. And then you've got the other side is, you know, people are arrested for hate crimes and they could be given a caution, they could be charged to go to court. You know, obviously there's, there's lots of different disposal methods from the police, but, um, yeah, the most serious would be someone getting arrested and, and charged and going to court. Okay, so if... if if you've reported a hate crime then and uh, somebody's charged, what's, what sort of support would the victim get after yeah. after enduring everything? All victims of hate crime are offered support from victim support. Um, any hate crimes within the South Division, certainly, because th that's obviously the area I cover, the Community Cohesion Unit will support victims and we can refer on to other agencies if people need extra support, so they might need support for their mental health, for example, so we have contacts with their mental health. They, they may need support from uh, Lancashire Wellbeing Service or, or, or other agencies such as that. If someone was going to court, the victim can give what's called the VPS, which is a victim personal statement, and that is so impactful at court because it tells the court, and the judge especially, how that crime has made them feel. So what what it's done to them, it might have affected them at work, they might have had to be off sick, they might not be sleeping, they might be paranoid. All them sort of factors um, can be written within the victim personal statement. And again, that can be taken into consideration uh, on sentencing. If someone also doesn't, does uh, have to go to court as a witness, there is things that we can put in place such as special measures so the various special measures we have we could put screens up in court so you wouldn't have to see the suspect um, you could give your evidence via video uh, you could give your evidence in private so it would just be the solicitors or barristers in court rather than than any other persons especially with things with with kids we normally ask the judges to take off their wigs and gowns so it's less formal okay. um and then there's other things such as aids with communication interpreters uh, and intermediaries so that's where someone acts as, as sort of a link um like a bit of an appropriate adult but a link between um you know the the, the court um the the this barrister and the judge and the police Okay, so if anybody's listening, then how would they get in touch with the CCU to 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 report a, an incident or a crime? So the South CCU, we have our own team email address, which is South Diversity at Lancashire dot uh, My direct contact number is zero one seven seven two two zero nine seven nine seven. Earlier, I obviously mentioned the rest of the team. So Lana, who's the sergeant in the in the office, her phone number is Preston again, 209694. Nagina, who's one of the police link workers, is 209711. And Zahid is 209782. In addition to that, I do have a work mobile number. Um, obviously not on 24-7. It's on when I'm on duty, but 
I'm happy for people to contact me on that or text me on that. It's 079-70-336-294. I will just let you know about the other areas. So the Community Cohesion Unit at South obviously has the people mentioned that I've mentioned. The West team... Um, works around Blackpool Police Station, but they cover Blackpool, Fildon Wire, Lancaster and Morecambe, and they can be contacted on 01253 302 092. And then the East CCU team is based at Blackburn, and they cover Blackburn, Burnley, Rosendale, Ribble Valley, etc. And they can be contacted on 01254 353 633. There's just something else I just wanted to add. Um, if somebody commits a hate crime, we do have specific uh, criminal offences that cover racious, racially and religious aggravated uh, crimes. So the sentencing for that is more than a than a regular offence. So we have racially, racially and religiously aggravated criminal damage, harassment, assaults, uh, there are some examples. There is um, another power that we can use, which is called Section 145 of the Criminal Justice Act 2003. So if we have other offences, such as, say, a shoplifting, that isn't a racial... We don't have the, the sentencing powers, the policing powers for it to be racially, racially or religiously aggravated. However... If if someone while committing a shoplifting was racially abusive, Section 145 of the Criminal Justice Act means that on sentencing, we can apply for this for race and religious offences. And again, the, the judge, the, the sentencing would be sterner, would be stricter than, than a regular shoplifting. Um, Section 146 is exactly the same, but for any homophobic, transphobic and disability-motivated hate crime. So if somebody committed a assault that was dis- disability motivated we could apply for the section 146 uplift at court so someone will get a stern and so, so that would be the same like you mentioned before if somebody smashed a window and it yeah, was, yeah 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 so it, it just shows we haven't got all the powers that we may want at the moment but we do have these other two um two acts under the criminal justice act 2003 which does does help us um, in getting tougher sentences for offenders of hate crime. Okay, thank, thank you very much for coming in, Ashley. Um, and if anybody out there feels like they've had any um, hate incidents or hate crime, then you know, please do report it, and Ashley and his team would, would look into that. And Absolutely. it's something we need to report more often, and perhaps we can eventually stamp it out. Okay, thanks, Ashley. Cheers. Thanks, Ashley. Now we have an interview with Angie and Jim about the award-winning Galloway's Garden. Hi, this is Angie. With me is our caretaker and chief gardener here at Howick House, Jim. Morning, Angie. Hiya. Morning, Jim. It's great that you can make time in your busy award-winning schedule to answer some questions that people keep asking me all the time about your gardening club. So I'm going to just go ahead and steam through them. Um, first question that I got asked the most, how old were you when you first started gardening? 13. And so you had that's a 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm looking at Jim. He's definitely not 20, 26, 23. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm nearly 24 now. So. 
<laughs> yeah, I started at um, school and I've gone on from there. Oh, great. Um, what, used to grow flowers and vegetables? Used to grow flowers, vegetables. Um, we had a, a gardening club at Holy Cross School in Whittick. Right. Where's Whittick? Leicestershire, oh. which is where I used to live. Is that why you haven't got a Lancashire accent then? Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh. So you had a garden of your own, did you, at home as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had a, a big 74-foot garden at the back of my dad's house. Oh, so, crikey. So what did you grow there? Veggies. Oh. Yeah. Never used to buy veggies. <laughs> So, um, I remember when I first started at Galloway's, um, and I used to take people for walks, for guided walks, really, and we saw that patch of ground at the back where your garden um, is now, and I can't believe the difference. Mm -hmm. So, what was the greatest challenge on that patch of garden? Getting rid of the rubbish was the main thing, and plus the fact there was a lot of uh, large weeds, about four foot high. Crikey. um, Which... We, we cut all down with the help of uh, community payback. All right. What's, what, um, what's community payback? It's a group that have misbehaved. Yeah. And uh, instead of going to prison, they come out and help um, different charities. All right. And that's a good idea. It, yeah. These lot that we get, they're from Skimmersdale, and they're absolutely brilliant. All right. Yeah. I mean, one of the major things we had was... Um, Getting rid of the metal and stuff like that that had been left there. No idea where it come from. It had just been dumped and it had all tangled in with the weeds and everything. So no hidden treasures then? No. No. Well, we didn't find any. (laughs) So how long has it taken to get to the award-winning standard that it is now? Just over three years. Right. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of work to be done, but... Oh, it's beautiful. We're making progress. Oh. So, right, Jim, where did you get all your gardening tools and greenhouses and equipments from? Um, the poly, first polytunnel come from a friend of mine that died down the allotments. Right. Uh, and he gave it to us to see if we could make any use of it. The big polytunnel was donated by um, a guy called Dave Erd, Ord, sorry, mm. that... Um, is in charge of Quarry Bank at Skimmersdale. Right. Which is um, another community thing. Right. And most of the tools are what have been donated. Brilliant. So, I may as well ask you now, while we're talking about things being donated, what are you looking for at the moment? What do you need for the per- future? Perennials um, are all very welcome. What's a perennial, Jim? Something that doesn't die off every year. All right. Um I mean, we we started to change some of the tubs so as we don't have to plant them out every year. We can just put a few more oh, flowers that's in a good them. Idea, yeah. And we've got a, a mainstay in the middle. Right. So, so any any perennials that are going, plant pots, uh, gardening tools are all as welcome. Wellies, so, gloves. Wellies. We're not too keen on wellies because a lot of people don't like wearing oh. second hand. Okay. Um, yeah. Things but gardening gloves, gardening gloves, they're all as welcome. Bird seed, bird food, so right. anything like that. Good, yeah. So, right. everyone, if you have a look around your garage, your shed, and there's things that you haven't used for the last year, pass them on to us. If you just give us a ring, um, and I'll give you the number at the end of this interview. So, Jim, in your gardening group, how many are there, and do you have volunteers helping you? I've got seven members and two volunteers. 
Right. So. Is anybody totally blind in the gardening club? Yes, Bob oh, Mills. Right. Um, so what, does, what does Bob manage to do then if he can't see anything? Anything. I am... Well, I couldn't believe it. He, he, he'll put a, a, a level down and he'll dig. Right. And he'll do it perfect. Gosh. Um, using secateurs. Right. They frighten me to death. They cut round the fingers oh, with them. Oh, gosh, stop it. <laughs> and they've never cut the fingers. And they use it for a guide. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. So are you looking for new people to join the group? And are you looking for more volunteers? Yes. They are always welcome. So, so the volunteers then, if anybody out there wants to volunteer, if you just give Jim a ring, and again, I'll give you the number at the end, um, and ask, um, ask Adele on reception to send you out a volunteer application form for the gardening club. That'll be great. Thanks. Yeah. So do you just grow fruit and veg or just flowers, Jim? No, fruit, veg, flowers. We've even got some golden hops growing. Are you making beer? Well, <laughs> I don't think they'll let me get away with that, but you never know. <laughs> so what else can you use hops for then? I don't know. Oh, uh, I love the smell of hops. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, we could bottle your own beer, couldn't you? Galloway's yeah. beer. Yeah. We'll have yeah. to ask Stuart about that. <laughs> when I've been driving into work every morning, I've noticed a little area, and so I thought, what the heck's that? I haven't seen that before. So I walked up to it, and it's... A building, a little man-made building that says a bug hotel. God, I love it. What bugs have you seen in there? Ladybirds, moths, um, some grubs. What's a grub? Do you mean little maggots? and Beetles and things like that. But they're all useful in the garden. Right. If, they, if they're not doing us any good, the birds will eat them. Right, so, yeah. And uh, we've got... Quite a nice selection of squirrels, as you must oh, have seen. I've seen a few squirrels, yeah. And we've just put up some bird feeders in that um, wild right. wildlife garden, we're calling it. And we put some bird feeders up in there. So Any hedgehogs? We've got an hedgehog in our little house. Oh, have you? Yeah. Um, so what do hedgehogs eat, then? Kitty cat. Oh, so if anybody's <laughs> got any spare cat food... Um, um, yeah, bring you, it into us. A lot of people tend to give them milk. Right. It doesn't do them any good, it kills them. Really? Yeah, yeah it gives them the runs, oh, to put gosh. it politely. <laughs> oh, I love hedgehogs. Yeah. Now to discuss, to discuss all the trophies and cups and certificates that are spread all around the building. Tell everyone what the group's won, Jim. Well, since we started, we've won uh, In Pen With Them In Bloom. We've won the uh, best business premises on the 16th, 17th, and year 18. Gosh. Um, and also in that, we've won first place in the hanging baskets and second place in the hanging baskets this year. Crikey. So, Brilliant. If anybody has comes to Howick House and you drive through the gates, you'll see all the beautiful hanging baskets um, all around the building. And we've got the RHS. We, we got our award that we've been after all the time last year, which was an outstanding. Oh, brilliant. Um, and to get it from them, it's, it's something yeah. worth having. So, so would you get cups? You don't get any money? No, you don't get cups from them. You only <laughs> get certified, oh, well. which is good for us. <laughs> So you're certified, are you, Jim? Yeah, I'm certified. 
And we, as you know, we also help out at Chorley. Right. We do the area in front of the police station, magistrate court and the town hall. That's why it looks so good there. We plant, we plant that out every year for their Chorley in Bloom. Wow. So we've been certified by them as well. <laughs> and we've just got, yesterday, an invite to go to the um, South Ribble Centre. Right. To... Um, the council Centre there. Council, yeah. yeah, the Civic Hall. That's right, yeah. Uh, to um, the awards ceremony. Oh, wow. We don't know whether we won anything or not, but because we won in Bloom, yeah. in Pen with them in Bloom this year, we get sent. Oh, automatically get sent. Automatically. So, how it many would, of you are going there? I think four of us. Oh, good. Well, good luck with There's that one. Nine of us going to uh, the awards at Southport on November the 1st. And you get dinners and things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to pay. We have to pay. <laughs> I've never seen Jim dress smart. I'll ask him to come in and I'll take a photograph. <laughs> it's it's chicken again. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, you mentioned the payback team before, Jim. Yeah. So do you work closely with any other organisations? And if so, which ones? Yeah, Kirkham Prison. Oh, uh, what, what they, do you mean the prison? The, the prisoners? The prisoners, yeah. All right. Um, Steve is one of the warders and he comes and he brings four, five or six people and they cut all the grass around the grounds for us. Right. <coughs> which saves us £1,800 a year plus Good VAT. heavens. Oh. That's brilliant. Oh. I've noticed some businesses yeah. come. How, how does that work? Um, this is something to do with our volunteer coordinator. she got uh, different businesses in interested yeah. and we're actually working with the Yorkshire Building Society at the moment. All right. Yeah. Um, so I think I think there's a policy at some companies that um allow members of staff to do give up some time their work time to help charities. Yeah. So it must be something to do with that maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well they come they're mm. coming today from nine thirty till two thirty. Right. Next week they're coming from ten till four. All oh, so, right, brilliant. Good. And we've also been working with Priory Academy, but since they've done their new garden, right. they seem to be spending more time there. I think you've but, inspired that garden, though, Jim, because they used to come quite often, didn't oh they, yeah, here? Oh, yeah. yeah. And like Tartan Academy, they yeah. used to come, but now they have to use their minibus uh, to take pupils right. home. Yeah. So they haven't got time. They only get half an hour here. Oh, so right. well, that's no good. It's no. not really worth it, no. So, Jim, what is next for the autumn and winter? And does anything grow in does anything grow in winter? Yeah, in the gardens. Yeah, we've got lettuce. What in winter? Yeah. Oh, in the in the polytunnels. Polytunnel, of course, yeah. Um, we've got broad beans. There's onions, garlic. Oh, that you you gave me some garlic about a couple. It's the best garlic, but my breath was smelling for like a month <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, it's really quite strong, but it was I lovely, know. yeah. It's brilliant stuff. Yeah. And it always tastes better because it's not been dried out yeah. for three months before it's chipped over here oh, for is another that what it week. Is? Yeah. Right. Oh. How are your chilies doing? Because I'm, I'm waiting for some chilies. Have they grown yet? They're about. Jim's saying they're two about. Two or three inches. All oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Chilies yeah. I'm waiting for. So, um, finally, Jim, how can people help the group? Apart from the gardening group that um, 
meet on a Wednesday between 10 and tw- 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. Can people come in any other day to help? Yeah, any day but Friday. Right. Um, not a problem at all. We can always find them something to do. Right. Uh, and if people, again, I'm just going to mention that if anyone's got anything to offer the gardening group, tool-wise, plant-wise, they can just call you at Galloway's. And the number to contact Jim is the Howick House number, which is a Preston number. That's 01772 744148. Just ask for Jim, the head gardener. He'll come running if he knows he's getting something for free. <laughs> I just want to thank you, Jim, on behalf of everyone at Galloway's. We really appreciate what you've done here at Howick House. Thank you. Thank you. We really enjoy it. Ah, oh, thanks. Thanks, Jim and Angie. And just before we do the monthly draw, we have a few items of interest. On November, we'll be having another interesting talk with Professor Don Kurtz on astronomy, followed by lunch out and a visit to a local observatory where there will be tactile objects and the chance to look at the night sky through various telescopes and camera lenses. Please call to book a place on 01772 744148. Thank you. We are seeking your help to make sure that the information we provide in the Galloway's Eye is the type of information you want to hear. If you have any comments or suggestions regarding the content of Galloway's Eye, then please don't hesitate to let us know what you would like to hear and we will do our best to try and accommodate any suggestions suggestions received. So thanks for your help. Coming up now, we have the Draw. These are our winning numbers for October monthly draw. The first prize of £250 with winning number 605 goes to Mrs W of Hutton. Our second prize of £100 with the winning number 408 goes to Mrs D from Preston. Our three prizes of £10 go to Mrs L from Southport, number 189. Number 358, Mrs P from Carnforth. And number 435, Mr S from Preston. Our six prizes of £5 were run by numbers 246, Mr G from Leyland. Number 351, Miss S from Lancaster. Number 370, Mr E from Leyland. Numbers 138, Mr D from Lear. Number 146, Mr F from Olmskirk. And last but not least, number 606, Mrs J from Longton. It's estimated that there are over 50,000 blind and partially sighted people living across Lancashire and Sefton. Galloways exist to provide support through sight loss, ensuring no one has to face sight loss on their own. Our services aim to support people through any stage of their sight loss journey through our wide range of locally based services. Each year we have to generate one million to continue our work. Whilst we are heavily reliant on donations and people leaving us gifts in their wills, people who play our monthly draw also make a significant difference, so thank you for your support. 
If you would like to help support the charity in this way and be in with a chance of winning one of our 11 cash prizes, including our two top prizes of £250 and £100, then please get in touch with Ellie on 01772 744148. Or sign up online at www.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash fund forward slash Galloway's monthly draw. Please play for a purpose and help us to support more local people through sight loss. Well, that's all we have time for this month. Our next edition will be the December edition when we look forward to to being with you again. Please remember, if you have any articles you would like read or would like to read, anything yourself, please do get in touch. So from me, Ellie and James on Controls, it's goodbye.